invite all the kids ages three to eight to follow Katie out for a special story time and lesson. We lift our hearts to you, risen Christ. We lift our hearts with joy. Amen. Happy Easter, dear ones. I am so glad that we're all here together to celebrate the mystery, the grace, the joy of the risen Christ on this resurrection day. A student once asked anthropologist Margaret Mead, what is the earliest sign of civilization? Expecting her to say a clay pot or a grinding stone, maybe a weapon. Mead answered, a healed femur, the large bone connecting hip to knee. Because in the wild, a broken femur would mean certain abandonment and death, unless, unless others stop and care for the one who is wounded. The first sign of civilization, said she, is compassion. Compassion seen in a healed femur. Now, if you were to do an anthropological dig of your own past, what would you find as the earliest signs, not of civilization, but of resurrection, of Easter? What do you know of the risen Christ in your life? I have a very early memory of excitement because I was sitting really, really close to the trumpet player. And I can feel, I can feel like I can feel the adrenaline running through me in anticipation of that Easter egg hunt. These might be the clay pots of my memory. Going deeper, what memory can I find? What experience can I feel within myself of resurrection, of Christ's love arising within or around me? Early experiences of holy love as mystery, community, hope, justice, peace, I'd like to take these few moments of Easter proclamation not to persuade, nor to illustrate something new, to tell you something you do not already know. Rather, I'd like to invite you to join me in wonder, to wonder and lay hold of what it is you know in your bones of Easter, what you have experienced of the power of resurrection. How is Easter true for you, within you? For Easter is only true when it is true for you. The authority of the risen Christ in our lives comes not from me nor from the church, but from your lived experience. The Gospels make this clear. In John's telling, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb, found the stone, rolled away. After the others have come and gone, she remains weeping. When she turned 
and saw Jesus standing there, Mary did not know it was he until he spoke her name. On first sight, she supposed him to be the gardener. I wonder why that is. Mary knew Jesus more closely than most. Did she not recognize him? Or might it be that even if she imagined Jesus would rise from the dead as he had promised, that he wouldn't return to her? Easter stories are not about dead bodies striding forth from the tomb. Nobody saw that. As Will Willimon observes, Easter stories are all about appearances, the risen Christ appearing, appearing to the very people who betrayed and forsook him. And Jesus appears differently to different people. Mary recognizes him when he speaks her name, Mary. Her heart is opened. For Thomas, doubting Thomas, Jesus says, here, place your hand on my side. Touch the wounds of my crucifixion. The unnamed disciples on the road to Emmaus do not recognize him until they sit down for a meal and break bread with him. Others will recognize him when they return to work to cast their nets for fish once more. Some years later, he'll come to Paul in blinding light, the disciple John is able to apprehend with some inner mystical sight. Wisdom teacher Cynthia Bourgeau observes, Jesus is corporeally present only to the degree people cannot yet see with the eye of the heart. Jesus' appearances match the needs of each disciple. Jesus doesn't just show up. Jesus shows up for us. The great Easter truth is not that he is risen, which is a great truth indeed. The great Easter truth is that Christ is risen and came back for us. It is one thing to say God is love. It is an altogether different thing to say God is love for me, for you, for me. Jesus keeps doing in his resurrection what he did in his earthly ministry. He keeps showing up. And often it is for those who are hurting or at the end of their rope, those whom society has rejected or dismissed, those puffed up with pride, those unseen. Given your presence here, I dare say Jesus showed up for you. Christ showed up for you. And the astounding thing is not that we have chosen Christ. The astounding thing is that Christ has chosen us. And the God who raises Jesus from the dead refuses to be God without us, without you. So can you tell a story about Christ showing up for you? About faithful parents or some weird, mysterious thing that happened on the road one day? Undeserved forgiveness? Or a hymn that reached out and grabbed your heart? 
In the church calendar, Easter is 50 days. In the weeks ahead, we'll be sharing stories of Christ appearing. Can we do that too, you and I? At lunch today, can you tell someone an Easter story of a time that you felt Christ showed up for you? I've been wondering the stories I'll tell. Most recently, I've been practicing a kind of prayer where I notice within myself first those feelings or parts of me that feel troubled or agitated, but then focusing on my breath, my hand placed gently on my heart to allow those troubled parts within to feel seen in the universal light of the eternal Christ. Says the psalmist, I still my soul and make it quiet. Like a child upon its mother's breast, my soul is quieted within me in Christ. Or I think of when I've been forgiven and loved despite it all, most especially from Sarah. In forgiveness is mercy, is Christ. As God said to Jonah, rescued from the belly of the whale, don't you know me, Jonah? I am mercy within mercy within mercy. God, the all-merciful. Or I think of waking up feeling an unexpected surge of hope when I'd only felt spent. Or of community coming together to seek justice. I was in a meeting just a few weeks ago with clergy and lay leaders from all different parts of this city, a gathering of Washington Interfaith Network, WIN, rabbis, an imam, pastors, priests from every quadrant, telling stories about their efforts, our efforts, of black equity through home ownership, of immigrant rights, climate justice. We were doing what Adrian Marie Brown describes as practicing the future together, practicing justice together, living into new stories. It is our right and our responsibility to create a new world, says she. The justice of Easter rises with courage, tenacity, and a long view only as we join in the struggles and triumphs with one another and of peace. I've experienced the resurrection in the company of those, including my father, my father-in-law, who at the end were ready to go into that good night. Said one man some years ago, I look back over my life, all the mistakes I've made, all the times I've gone astray and gotten lost time and again, God found a way to get to me, showed up, looked for me when I wasn't looking for God. So I'm not afraid now because I don't think God will let something like my dying defeat His love for me. Catherine Sergeant Angel White was an author, editor, and avid gardener. In old age, her husband, E.B. White of Stuart Little and Charlotte's Web fame, watched her plot and plan for a garden in a spring she would likely not experience because of her age and infirmity. He wrote in the autumn of that year, 
Armed with a diagram and a clipboard, Catherine would get into a shabby old raincoat, much too long for her, put on a little round wool hat, and plot next year's garden. As the years went by and age overtook her, there was something comical yet touching in her bedraggled appearance on this awesome occasion. The small, hunched-over figure, her studied absorption in the implausible notion that there would be yet another spring, oblivious to the ending of her own days, which she knew perfectly well were near at hand, sitting there with her detailed chart under those dark skies in the dying October, calmly plotting the resurrection. Dear ones, the time for resurrection, it has come. It is spring in a world torn by strife. The time for resurrection is now. So receive, claim, lay hold, and proclaim the risen Christ in your life. Christ is come for you. Set forth this day. Be Christ in the world. Alleluia. Alleluia.